The following is a sponsored program on 100.7 FM, WHIN 1010 AM. The views, information, or opinions expressed during this program are solely those of the individuals or participants involved and do not necessarily represent those of Braden Madison Broadcasting or its employees. 100.7 FM, WHIN 1010 AM presents Sumner County Spotlight, a weekly public affairs program each Sunday morning at 10 AM. Sumner County Spotlight is brought to you exclusively by FNM Bank, 221 Indian Lake Boulevard in Hendersonville. FNM Bank offers personal banking, business banking, and mortgage loans too. FNM Bank is one of the top independent banks in Tennessee. Member FDIC, equal housing lender, MMLS number 518158. Here's your host for Sumner County Spotlight. Jeff Shannon. Well, good morning. This is Jeff Shannon, and this is Sumner County Spotlight. Uh, it's a Sunday morning, 10 o'clock. You can join us right here each Sunday morning on our podcast page on Monday mornings. And, uh, of course, it's up there for you to view all the time. So we have a, a guest in the studio right now. You know, the holidays are, are fast approaching, and, you know, people are in need. And there's a lot of folks that, you know, sometimes don't have the resources to provide things for their children. We have Carrie Martino here, and you're with Cash Express. You're the manager of the local branch here in Hendersonville. You've teamed up with the Unlimited Potential organization to help get things for kids and all kinds of items. So well, I'll let you talk about it. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead and kick great. it up. Tell us who you are and then how right. you got involved. Well, my in name this. is Carrie Martino. Um, I am the manager at Cash Express. Um, I've been the manager for about three to four months. It's just a great way to reach out to the community to get donations to be a blessing to those that are in need. When you found out this idea, how, how did it come about to you to say, hey, this would be a great idea to try to help our community. Cash Express does this every year. Okay. Um, we reach out to other people in the community. Uh, we get donations, either monetary or also uh, new and used toys and clothes and non-perishable items. And this is the 17th year that we have been doing yeah. this. Wow, that's that's a long time. Yes. Now you prefer you uh, new stuff. Yes. You know, or if it's if it's slightly used where it kind of looks new, I mean that should be okay too. But, yes. Okay. More like if. If you have like a, a slightly used uh, winter coat, those can be cleaned and those can be refurbished for a child in need. Okay. But nobody wants to open up a used toy for Christmas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well that's true too. Now what about like shoes? Uh, shoes, uh, non-perishable items. Yeah. Um, we're just not doing like hygiene products or anything like that. Just, we wanna reach to the children. Right. So if somebody wants to bring in a turkey, it, um, Maybe not. <laughs> well, I am doing a raffle for a free turkey and a free ham that oh, really? has been donated okay. from Publix here and also Kroger. Okay. Well, that's nice. Yes. Now, are you going to have like a, a big event at the end? Yes. Um, on December 8th through the 10th, I'm going to be doing a bake sale at my store. And then on December the 9th from 10 to 2, okay. I'm going to be doing a fill the squad car. The Hendersonville Police Department is going to come by my store and we're going to be taking up donations on that day. And then on December the 11th, Saturday from 11 to 2, we're going to be doing a interesting fire truck i'm sorry to fill, fill that fire truck, fire truck. Yes. wow so people just bring their items mm -hmm. that they would like to donate and then fill these beasts up yes <laughs> we're trying to get as much as possible for these children right what a great idea now we have to get all of this in by a certain date in order to be distributed properly so what's that date you're shooting um, for i'm shooting for the 13th okay december 13th 
Yeah. Now, your your shop is located in Walton Ferry. What's the address? 115 there? Walton Ferry Road. Okay, pretty easy to find. Yes. Most people know know where that is. And so just bring the items uh, down there. And if they show up with a U-Haul full of stuff, you'll take that too. Yes. Okay. <laughs> now, are you, you're going to have drop-off locations throughout the city. Do you know some of those places just off? I know it's a big list. <laughs> we, we've been talking about it, but yes, I, I don't have it in I front of me. I appreciate it. Um, Busy Bee Printing. Okay. Um, they are taking up donations. The UPS store, Pizza Hut over by the UPS store and Baskin Robbins in Hendersonville, Tire Discounters, my store at the 115 uh, Walton Ferry Road location, Jumbo and Delicious has a, a jar for us, Eating Thai, there's there's numerous. And they right. can always call up at the store if they want to know for sure where they can be dropping yeah. off their donations. Yeah. And, and I think if you if you searched on Facebook, you'd, you'd be able to see, uh, you know, something's going to pop up there uh, about this uh, event out there. So it's I think it's an incredible opportunity for the community. And I will tell you, and you probably know this already, that this community definitely gives back. Yes. And when people are in need, I mean, that's what we do here. We step up and we help those in need. Yes. So I think it's commendable that you're doing this. And I know it's a lot of work, you know, trying to coordinate all this. It is. It's, but I have been that single mom years ago and I didn't know how I was going to get Christmas for my two small sons. Just knowing that there are people out there that are willing to help mm-hmm. is just it, yeah. it just fills my heart that I'm there, that I can help. Right. Well, and, and, it, and it's great that you're volunteering to do that because you are in the volunteer state. Yes. Even though you're from Chicago. <laughs> Chicago. And, and is this your son you bought with you today? <laughs> no, that's so my laughs. husband. <laughs> <laughs> um, so all of these items will be picked up by the... Now, the, the group you're with, Unlimited Potential, is going to be receiving these items. Yes. And they will distribute this to where, the, in their network, to yes. where it needs to go. Mm-hmm. And so who have you dealt with over there? Um, my sister store, uh, the Gallatin store, has been working closely with them. Okay. Um, I'm just teaming up to help. Good. Well, it's it's good that you're doing that. <laughs> I, I love it. I love helping people in need. With, with all of the items that we collect, and there's, you know, folks doing toy drives and things of that nature, but we... we we need as many as we can get. Yes. Because I think once you touch somebody's heart, and, and that's what we're trying to do is to help these uh, children that are in need, it's not really feeding the homeless. It's not about that. It's about providing a Christmas that could be happy, you know, for some child that maybe yes. won't have enough. And because of the pandemic, I mean, we all know what happened with that. Yes, I was and just going to say, with, when, with everything going on this past year, we need a little happiness. Yeah. You know, and this will definitely help so if you want to folks if you want to drop off a couple uh playstations uh, <laughs> yeah the kids will be really happy oh, at that yeah. point <laughs> definitely <laughs> and it's crazy those things are a thousand dollars a piece i know I they're, said, they're crazy <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's it's amazing to that to see the the expense the, the some of these toys have happened mm-hmm. of course everything's going up we, we yes. know that but what are some of the items that you would recommend we should ask people to bring any kind of toy preferably new still you know wrapped up now is there age range or just we just pick them from this age to this it's, it's children of all ages okay so even the you know teenagers i guess yes. they need they need they, toys too they need love too you know because <laughs> having my son go through his room he's got toys from so many years ago he's 14 and yeah. six foot tall i said you don't need to play with those stuffed animals anymore <laughs> so but yeah stuffed animals mm-hmm. uh 
you know, games, board games, anything you think that, that kids would, would like. Yes. You know, these are great items. Just bring them by to the drop-off locations. Will there be a sign or uh, some kind of notification where these uh, drop-offs are at the at this facility? So like the UPS store, they'll have a display there or something. Well, we have um, the places that I've named, um, they have what's considered like a money jar and my address and phone number is on there if they need to reach out to me directly okay. at my store okay so these the locations that will will have a jar to put money mm-hmm. they'll take the, the financial donations yes but if they actually have all of these toys and clothes and, and all they, of this they bring them to your store to my store yes. okay because they're not going to have big boxes that you can no. shove all these items in Okay, well, that's good. I'm glad you yeah. said that because people of, be showing up. Yeah, a lot of places didn't want the boxes. Yeah, well, I, yeah, I agree with that. The money will be picked up. Then, of course, then it's turned over to the uh, unlimited potential staff, and then they will in turn go out and, and purchase no, items. No, me and the manager at the Gallatin store will be doing all the purchasing of oh, the new good. toys. Okay, well, in all your free time now. Yes. <laughs> now you have to go shopping. Yes. Well, that that's always fun, though. It is. Hey, I like I love spending people's money. <laughs> <laughs> and it's going for a great cause. I mean, it, it and is, the kids yeah. will just be so happy because there's nothing like that. Yeah. You know, when you get, you know, they get a, a great gift. Yes. They're just, you know, so happy about that. Some of these families have really gone through some rough times. Yes. Uh, last couple of years, you know, with people out of out of work, they their income is slashed. So this is a great benefit, you know, for those. And I'm. Uh, I'm just so excited that this is going on and you're helping out with it. It's a great so, cause. So what else would we uh, want to tell folks about this this benefit you're doing? Just to come out and have fun, bring off, drop off your, your toys, coats, non-perishable items, mm-hmm. and help a child in need yeah well that's that's the most important part of it i think you know and if we can if we can help these kids in any way folks you just got to do it so again the the store location on walton ferry is 115 walton ferry road in hendersonville okay and what's it by give them a landmark (laughs) um i am kitty corner from jersey mike's and then i'm also right next door to eating thai okay all right. Well, that, that should be easy to find there. So it, folks, really, I mean, just think about it. You're helping out these kids in these very hard times right now. And it's, it's something that we really step up to the plate and do. And we're just so happy that you're taking your time to do all of this and you're teaming up with other individuals who are helping out. And then this this group has been doing this 17th annual, 17 years they're doing this. Yes. I mean, that's that's pretty impressive. It is. <laughs> For them to do that. And Felicia Lewis, uh, I know I see her over here. She uh, is going to be real proud of you guys helping out and helping them do this. So thank you very much for that. <laughs> so listen, we've been talking with Carrie Martino. Thank you so much for doing this. And you know, I, I think it's it's something that everybody is just going to jump on board with. Cash, checks, you know, no credit cards, just so cash or checks. Yes. You can drop them in the jugs at the locations. Mm-hmm. Um, if you do have actual items, you know, toys, new toys and things of that nature, take them to the uh, store there on Walton Ferry Road and drop them off and then they will make sure they get in the hands of those that need that for yes, sure. So most definitely. Well, great. Well, awesome. Well, thank you so much for spending time coming in here. We appreciate that. Good luck with it. Thanks. Can I just recap those dates? Oh, absolutely. So everybody yeah. knows. We've got to do that. Um, I'm going to be having the bake sale starting on December the 8th and it's going to be going through the 
the 10th, which is that Friday. I'll be having lots of goodies. I know I have uh, 393 Cafe on Main okay. is going to be donating a pie. And then I have Nothing But Bunt Cakes. Will be, um, I'm in trouble now. <laughs> we'll be <Love> donating <laughs> some mini um, buntets, that they call them. So we're just you know going to have a good time. And all the proceeds to the bake sale are going towards my toy and coat drive okay that'll be great now the fill the fire truck and the squad car what date is that um the fill the squad car will be on the 9th from 12 to 2 and then the fire truck will be on saturday the 11th from 11 to 2 okay well there you go folks we got uh, plenty of opportunities right here to, to really help out so hey thank you for uh, coming in uh that's going to wrap it up this uh, segment of summer county spotlight stay tuned for more right here with jeff shannon on summer county spotlight fnm bank presents sumner county spotlights since 1906 fnm bank has been serving middle tennessee with first class products and services visit them today at 221 indian lake boulevard in Andersonville or myfmbag.com. Well, welcome back to Sumner County Spotlight. Jeff Shannon here, and uh, we uh, be talking some royal activity going on here in Hendersonville. We have a show for you. You're not going to believe this. And uh, well, let's introduce Cheryl Strichick with Monhaven Arts and Cultural Center right here in Hendersonville. She's uh, kind of important down there. She's the CEO. And Cheryl, welcome to the show. Thanks for, I know how crazy it is. Thanks for coming in. <laughs> oh, thank you for having me. It's a real pleasure, and I'm glad to be able to be here and, and share the excitement with you. Well, you know, Monhaven always has things going on. You have some of the incredible exhibits that have come in here. You know, it's Veterans Day just passed. You know, you had the the Vietnam veterans. Actually, Chuck. that was David and Chuck. Uh-huh. David and yeah. Chuck. I knew that. I was just mm-hmm. testing you, making yeah, sure Vietnam, you knew that. Yeah, Vietnam, then and now. It was a spectacular Wasn't exhibition. It? Yeah, it was wonderful. I mean, mm-hmm. I am still amazed how those those guys can create what they do. I mean, the talent is amazing. Yeah, they're real artists. The real uh, excitement about that exhibit was the fact that uh, David had that work he had done in country 50 years ago and then chuck went back and did the painting right. so it was really a, a terrific exhibition and you had a good turnout for that we had a great turnout over two days we had about 1500 people mm-hmm. incredible incredible so it's great support there and you guys are also supporting veterans you have the between the lines art classes that you're doing for veterans as well absolutely well our between the lines is our healing arts program at monhaven arts and cultural center mm-hmm. We do focus. It was um, the birth uh, actually came about to help veterans with uh, PTSD Mm -hmm. and traumatic brain injury. Of course, we do uh, the healing arts program for civilians also. And we have been working really hard. We've had some new people come in and step in and help us in directions that have been real advantageous to us. I know Hazel Daniels, Charlie Daniels' widow, has Mm -hmm. just become one of our loves and done so much already at Monhaven. And through her connections and through working with the Daniels Center uh, in Murfreesboro, Uh, We now are going to be having the Provide Expressive uh, Art-based groups at the Veterans Recovery Center. That will be done by Monhaven Arts and Cultural Center, and we'll do that on a weekly basis. And it's going to be at at the facility. Uh, At At the facility. Now, they'll come also to Monhaven and do exhibitions, the veterans there that are working with us and doing the healing arts programs. But this is something that will be ongoing, and we're really proud to be able to be a part of this and for Monhaven to be a leader in the healing arts 
program. This yeah. is really a, a very honor for us, actually. Well, it's, it's such of great importance. And when, when is that going to start off? It actually starts next week. Great. We begin next okay. week and uh, kick it off before the end of this year. So we're real. that's really a great thing that's happened. You know, our Veterans Art Program, our Healing Arts Program, in total, we also do work with Grace Place. We do other, uh, of course, other than veterans. Mm-hmm. But it was to be kicked off really fully in 2020. Our veterans program started our healing arts in 18, and then when COVID hit, we had to really kick off strongly yeah, this year. So yeah. things well, are rolling. And you've got so many uh, activities that are going on down there. But for those individuals that might not have heard uh, about Monhaven Arts and Cultural Center, can you give us a little, just a little background? And we can go, we could talk hours about the history of well, the place. Yeah. But. Uh, well, Monhaven Arts and Cultural Center, actually, um, four years ago, it was a rebranding. Basically, it was several years ago and through the years, uh, Monhaven, uh, of course, uh, was the home to the Hendersonville Arts Council. Okay. And it was a tremendous organization. And then four years ago, uh, we became Monhaven Arts and Cultural Center, and we are a full museum. With We have the traveling, the exhi- exhibitions that are regional, national, and international. And uh, so we've become a full museum. And now today, we also have, as a art school, we have over 600 students enrolled every year with us that uh, come and take after-school, daytime homeschool art classes, summer camps, of course, adult classes. Mm-hmm. So our art school has just exploded, and we are so proud and so excited. Now, tell them where you're located. We're at 1117 Antebellum Circle, right there at uh, Center Point Road uh, on Main Street. Mm-hmm. If you're going to head towards Rivergate, we're on the right, kind of up on the hill. You turn right there into Monthaven Boulevard, I think it's called, and we're right there on the on the left, the big white historic home. Well, it definitely has history. And when yeah, I heard, it, was what... a, it was a home of Mont Bliss Comer. Uh, they bought it in the 30s, and then uh, when he died in the 50s, the... It was called Liberty Hall for many, many uh, years. And then when he died in the 50s, they coined it Mont's Haven. Okay. And so it became Mont Haven from then on. Mm-hmm. Interesting. But the, the, when I was starting to hear the history of what that was way back, I mean, it was even a hospital at one time. Yeah, it was a Civil War hospital. It actually was um, when the Northern troops took the home over and then they um, had it serve as a hospital for both North and Southern troops. Mm-hmm. So it was a field hospital for a little while. And... Um, we have classes right there in the rooms where they used to do the operations. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Yeah, it's a great history too. It's a great. It would turn out to be a terrific place to have a, to create an art museum. Yeah, well, it's 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 easy to find. It's easy to to pull in there. You have oh, yeah. tons of property there. There has been. I mean, recently, I guess you had uh, some plans. You had some renderings of going on around the property there around you. We what, do. What's the latest uh, going on we with do. that? We do. We're working right now to develop our, of course, our capital campaign, and we're working uh, diligently on that and the 18 acres next to us um, is our vision to build our school and to continue to grow Um, we know we're ready for the school now we are so excited about adding music and continuing to grow in our even in our offerings right now we are not able to really give pottery there's so much we can't do because the classes are on the second floor at Monhaven right so a lot of great plans in front of us (laughs) and we're we're definitely on the go well I'll just keep you on your toes 
Give you something, something to do. It's mm-hmm. always uh, always busy down there. Oh, it is always busy. We have, you know, we have some excellent exhibits, of course, all the time. You can always see some tremendous art at Monhaven. And this year, particularly, I think we've done some exciting things going from the Vietnam, the Veterans Art Show, to a tremendous Western art show from the Booth Western Art Museum. Mm-hmm. Um, and now we are moving into the holiday season with a tremendous show. It is actually titled The Elegance of of royal fashion featuring the gowns of diana princess of wales wow so you're going to have i guess the the actual designer there yes pat That's kerr the, it's her collection, collection right uh, actually pat kerr um, is considered the most prominent american collector in this particular field uh, she resided in london for more than 20 years and through that time she did uh, a tremendous amount of collecting mm-hmm. uh, kensington palace in london featured the gowns of diana princess of wales and that were owned by her kensington palace in london featured the gowns of Diana, Princess of Wales, owned by Kerr in two recent blockbuster exhibitions. Mm -hmm. So she takes this, I I guess, all around the country, all around the world, I guess she could take this. Uh, Yeah, she could, absolutely. I'm sure she has plans to do just that and has in the past. So Mm -hmm. she's got some tremendous pieces, and we're honored to have a couple of those gowns with us. Yeah. Now, now is she going to be on premise? Not not the whole time, I guess she is. No, she's there um, now helping with the installation of the exhibition. Mission, okay. and uh she'll be back i'm sure to do some talks and things like that yeah. so that's going to be kicking off this afternoon yes so uh-huh. two, was it two o'clock when, uh, when you open doors we open the doors at 12 o'clock 12 o'clock okay mm-hmm. 12 o'clock we are trying to encourage everyone to go online and buy tickets as okay. we're trying to hold it at 50 people per hour but the doors will be open you will be able to buy tickets if it gets too crowded you just might have to wait a little while yeah. but yeah so they're 20 dollars Twenty dollars. And uh-huh. where would they go to buy the tickets? They can go online, monhavenartsandculturalcenter.com. dot com. Mm-hmm. They can see all the act other activities you have going on as well oh yes uh but the website is, is you have all kinds of information up here the the exhibit itself is pretty impressive when we first started hearing about this it was like wow hendersonville <laughs> so you must have some pool <laughs> well what happened was i was introduced to pat kerr by lois riggins Zell, the director emeritus of the tennessee state museum quite a few years ago and at that time we talked about this was about four years ago and of course we talked with Pat about having the collection or a part of the collection that had been at the Tennessee State Museum come to Monhaven Arts and Cultural Center. And so we discussed it and um, we worked on it for a couple of years and then it wasn't able to come to fruition. And then COVID, of course, came about. And then with the um, incredible graciousness of uh, Jeanette Hines, who is our presenting sponsor, we were able to get the show underwritten and get it here for us this okay. year. So that's been a real blessing from Jeanette Hines to underwrite this show for us. Well, because of this collection, I mean, being what it is, I mean, you you had to beef up security. Yes, of course. Um, that's been an issue, just <laughs> being sure that we have everything covered and taken care of. But we've worked it out really well. We have a great team of security people that work with us. So we know we feel real confident with that. One of our, our corporate sponsor is Hallmark Hyundai, and they've been so tremendous to mm-hmm. us. They have just really stepped up to the plate and been great. David always teases us that he's right down there in front of Hallmark and they'll just run a security guard back and forth if we need to. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so if you see uh, guys in black suits with dark glasses walking around Monhaven, you'll go, okay, let's uh, back away from there. (laughs) Right, exactly. (laughs) But you're, I mean, the, the building 
itself is quite ancient, but looks like you've really taken great care of it. I guess you have to because it's all wood and you have to preserve the originality. Is that correct? Yeah, and you know, the city owns the building. We have a lease that we have with them, and they are so good to take care of all the properties in Mm -hmm. Sumner County and in Hendersonville, I should say. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, of course, they're on top of it. And then we step up and do um, above and beyond because we know how important it is, certain particular things, to keep pristine and have done the way that we would like it to look whenever patrons come to visit the museum. So we do take really good care and a lot of attention to the facility, yes. Well, it it, it is because it is old. It requires additional maintenance and things and upkeep because it's what it is, you know. Oh, yeah. The original building, has there been any change or additions done from the original uh, layout? Well, there were additions all through the years. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, there was an upstairs porch when the Waddells lived there. I believe it was in the 70s. She closed in the porch upstairs. There have been additional. That house does not look anything like it did 100 years ago. Yeah. And there were outbuildings. There were cabins. And there were, at one time, slave quarters. Mm-hmm. There was a lot that was taken away and changed when the developers came in and put the apartments and everything behind it. Yeah. But the home itself, basically, it's the same home in other words i should say that was built but you know through the years the additions like the kitchen was not even attached to the house now there's a kitchen inside the house so in other words there was a where the home ended an additional room was built at some point so you've got the brick walls Mm -hmm. so um and we always love to tell people and they love to go up to the one of the brick walls in one of the galleries and every now and then you can see the horse hair because that's (laughs) what they used you know to into uh the grouting back then yeah yeah, so it's really interesting the property is just amazing and i from seeing the render we, we talked about a little bit ago. It's, it's incredible what you have planned for that. And I get, you know, just through time, I guess eventually it's going to happen, right? Well, yeah, absolutely. And one of the great things about Monhaven Arts and Cultural Center and our growth and building the school and continuing to flourish is our location. The Monhaven Arts and Cultural Center is located literally 15 minutes from the center of downtown Nashville. We're another 15 minutes from the center of Gallatin. Mm-hmm. So I just feel like our location for everyone to get to, it's easy access access on the interstates you get on 386 coming you know from the Gallatin you know that area you're in Nashville it's so easy to hop on 65 and get off right there at Centerpoint Road so location wise it's really wonderful and for an exhibit like this particular the elegance of royal fashion Mm -hmm. it's really a great location because I think we're going to have people coming from all over from southern Kentucky from Georgia all over we already have ticket sales as far as Texas wow that's amazing Mm -hmm. Well, we're going to go into our first break right here, but we're talking with Cheryl Strichick with the Monhaven Arts and Cultural Center right here in Hendersonville, and we're going to continue our conversation coming up next. FNM Bank presents Sumner County Spotlights. Since 1906, FNM Bank has been serving Middle Tennessee with first-class products and services. Visit them today at 221 Indian Lake Boulevard in Hendersonville or myfmbank.com. All right, we're back on this Sunday morning with Sumner County Spotlight. I'm your host, Jeff Shannon. We've been talking with Cheryl Strichick with the Monhaven Arts and Cultural Center right here in Hendersonville. And we have this incredible exhibit that's uh, going to be starting later on this afternoon. And it's going to be here all the way through January. So you'll have your time. January 9th is it's going. So November 14th through January 9th. And it's called The Elegance of Royal Fashion. And now it's featuring the gowns of Princess Diana, 
Princess of Wales. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so she is an inc- incredible. And what a story that, in fact, you know, we were talking, they just did that documentary that was just released a, a couple of weeks ago. And I think it might even still be playing, but. It is on CNN. There's a yeah. documentary right now that's playing on Sunday nights, I believe. And then what's really interesting is on the 5th of November, the uh, movie Spencer, which is the life of Diana, oh, that's right. yeah. uh, came out. And what's great is that when we were able to book this exhibition and have the opening, we did not know about the CNN or the Spencer movie. Okay. So the timing was really great because there's Amazing. a lot of attention on Princess Diana. Yeah. And so it works out really well, a good way to promote everything. It totally is. And those of us who kind of went through that period of time, I think what she had to go through was intolerable. <laughs> I, you yeah, because she was a, she was pretty introverted and kind of a shy kind of person anyway to be thrown in what she had to go through. Well, a lot of people forget or don't realize that she married at twenty. She married at twenty to a, a, a prince yeah. <laughs> that was going to be king, and I know that that's not a lot of young. I married young, so it's not like it's unheard of. Mm-hmm. But that's got to be tough in itself to be that young of a woman and marry into the royal family so that alone without any other thought is enough to you know make you think that's a lot to tolerate and to have to deal with and then it is it did turn out that a lot of uh, as beautiful as her life was and as beautiful as a person she was um, I think that there was some dark and sad times you know and troubles that she dealt with as an individual yeah and i think that's one of the things that makes her uh, a lot of people so uh, drawn and enamored is because we can all relate to her in a way she was uh the people's princess yes and i mean definitely i mean she was all over the news i mean she still is <laughs> oh yeah even after she, all of this oh, yes, and, and the impact that she's had you know on the world is, is pretty what is what's amazing to me but this exhibition is just going to give you a brief insight to to you know some of her her life i guess yes well what's um you'll see um as i said some of her gowns Notable among the designs appearing at the Max uh, show, Jeff, are the Falcon, which is a gorgeous silk Mm -hmm. crepe gown. It was created by Catherine Walker for Princess Diana, and she wore that gown in 1986 to visit the King of Saudi Arabia. And then another uh, gown we have is uh, Spanish Dancer. That's a plum-colored design. It's covered in this really pretty black lace, and it was created by Victor Edelstein, and that was... uh, she wore that in about 1987 on a trip to uh, Hamburg, West Germany. So those are just a couple of the beautiful yeah. gowns that we're going to have. Also, we have a fabulous gown uh, that was Wallace Simpson's, the Duchess of Windsor. Uh, she wore it to President Nixon's second inauguration in 1973. So there's some wonderful pieces that are really exciting mm-hmm. in this exhibition. And as I said, to get to see the the replica wedding gown mm-hmm. with the 25-foot train is fun in itself. It's just such a treat. Well, remembering watching it on TV because it was widely broadcast all over the world. And to look down on that was like, how do you walk in something like that? I know. I know. <laughs> I wonder how many times she had to practice. <laughs> I don't. I can't even imagine. I mean, there were quite a few gowns made, though, because mm-hmm. in case something went wrong, they had quite a few gowns made for that. That was uh, typical for royalty-type weddings, that they would have more than one made. Sure. So the exhibition has some wonderful designs of Pat Kerr the lady who is a collector of this collection out mm-hmm. of Memphis, and her designs are tremendous. She mm-hmm. is a specializes in lace, 
And for the people out there who are knowledgeable in lace, they are going to be in for a real treat because she's got some wonderful lace uh, with her christening gowns and some gowns that she has designed also. So I see a Cheryl gown coming. She could have designed oh, yeah, one for right. you. Yeah. I wish. <laughs> It's only what twenty grand. It's yeah, who knows? I wouldn't even know. I don't even ask. <laughs> you have a real Pat Kerr. <laughs> exactly. Then when you walk the red carpet, you know you can say, "Who are you wearing?" And hey, I'm wearing Pat Kerr. That's right. <laughs> well, you know, it's just uh, with Mott Haven bringing all this cultural to to our our famous city as it is. I mean, musically, you know, Hendersonville is is noted for all of our celebrities and the the music business and the history in that way. But the fact that we're bringing all of this culture in for people to see, I think, is really nice. It's a good job you're doing. Well, it brings thank you. And I think that um, what we work on bringing is a lot of balance to the community. You know, having the expressive arts and um, highlighted like we do with so many students and bringing in the the different exhibitions, Mm -hmm. having the outreach programs, going to uh, having our uh, team of teachers go out into the community and and also give their time and teach and go uh, and work with students uh, like with Children or People and the Cottage Cove. Those are really important programs for us. And same thing with the veterans. So I think that overall, we are very diverse. We believe art is for everyone. So we try to bring in uh, exhibitions that appeal to the masses. And so you might come and see a great Western art exhibit. And then the next time you see the Princess Diana gowns. Well, you've had you've had uh, Marty Stewart's uh, oh, yeah. photography in a there. A great exhibit of Marty Stewart's and, photography. You know, if you look at his book, I mean, he's, okay. had, he's been around a long time. Just he's just inducted to the hall of fame oh yeah and well you know he and connie both are just legends and icons and super nice people but his photography was was fascinating and a lot of black and white and he cap he was able because of his position to capture a lot of these behind the scenes moments which i think people really like seeing well you know you're absolutely right and one of the uh also uh really prominent exhibitions that we had was the picasso ceramic exhibition now we brought in ten thousand people to see that exhibition and that was in about nine weeks wow uh actually maybe 10 weeks this exhibition is nine weeks and we hope to break that record if possible so i feel like that the appeal is there it's a great for the people interested in fabric and textiles it's a wonderful avenue for that there's no question about it because there's so much lace and so much beautiful (laughs) (laughs) material going on in this show it's amazing so I think that we're covering a lot of bases. So I feel really, really proud for that, actually. So there's no touching. Oh, the... no, 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 no. <laughs> the Diana uh, gowns and the wedding gown replica are behind glass, okay. of course. And then we have stanchioned off all the other pieces. But we have people, you know, stationed in each gallery to wear hands off. And that's just the way it is. Don't get near the, the gowns. <laughs> and watch out for all the lasers. Yeah. We got... <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I tell it's a good time to really talk about the fact that in Hendersonville, I think it's important that we realize that we have, and I think we all know this, but we have such a supportive group of philanthropists. Mm-hmm. entrepreneurs, creatives that really have gotten behind Monhaven and believe in us. People like Jeanette Hines, people like uh, David Dodson at Hallmark Hyundai, Hyundai and uh, Eric and J.K. Brister. I could go on and on. Oh, yeah. The list yeah. is endless. But these people have stepped up and really been integral in what we're doing. And having someone like Jeanette Hines coming in and helping us bring this exhibition in really means a lot. And I think it's a real honor for Hendersonville to have 
those types of citizens that are willing to get behind programs like this and see the importance of arts and culture in our community. Sure. Well, and, and this this exhibition with the Princess Diana thing, it's uh, you don't get to see that very often. You no, know? it's just unique. It I, I use the word fun because it is. That's what this is. For serious art uh, collectors are people who tour museums because they have a particular draw mm-hmm. that they're looking for a particular type of artist or artists that they follow that's one thing this is fun for everyone you'll see people that are collectors you'll see people that follow pop culture a little bit of everyone will come to see the princess diana gowns I oh believe. absolutely i mean mm-hmm. I've, I've had a lot of people say wow i gotta go head over there but it's going on from november 14th so actually you know kicking off this afternoon which is the the sun Sunday, November 14th mm-hmm. uh, through January 9th uh-huh. and you get tickets uh, they're $20 uh, uh, com, and we're open every day except Monday uh, and we uh, do the tours on the hour so you book the hour that you okay. want if by chance you don't get online or you your computer's not working or whatever Feel free to, you can come to the door. It just, you may have to wait. Yeah. I, it just depends. Like yeah. right now we have one day next week booked with 20 people coming through the door, but that can change overnight sure. because another day is booked with 400 people. Mm. It's just in 50 people increments. Mm, right. Well, and, and two, this is going to be going on. I mean, you have enough time. People say, well, I get, you know, the holidays, whatever, but you have enough time here where you can walk through it. How long of a tour should this Well, you know, it depends on the person. You know, I have a friend that says there are different levels of people that go to museums. Same thing like an antique shop. You've got the strollers and then you've got the runners. So (laughs) some people take more time than others. They want to read all the label copy. They want to read everything. And they want to not only read everything at each piece, then they want to go through it a second time. Those people are going to need a good solid hour. (laughs) The person that is more in between that maybe might need 30 minutes yeah. and the runner probably needs 15 mm-hmm. you know it's a small or it is an intimate exhibit it's not large so it's a small even space in other yeah. words you're only covering about 2500 square feet mm-hmm. so it can't it's not going to take you too long well they have literature that goes along with it oh yeah okay. uh, every all the pieces definitely have the wonderful place cards that tell you on the title blocks what what the piece is about okay and a little bit of history and then um, it gives you uh, the things that you need. And that's what I'm saying. Some people want to spend more time, ask more questions, ask the docents questions. And we want to be there and, and be able to answer everything we can. Well, when we first uh, heard this coming to town, it was it was like, wow, Hendersonville? <laughs> yeah. But you were able to sit, to secure this. And there's going to be many more of these kinds of exhibits. I mean, you've had some pretty amazing ones anyway. Yeah, Picasso, and you uh-huh. had the, you know, yeah. all of those. And it's it, it's continuing mm-hmm. to bring this culture mm-hmm. here. It's amazing. Well, you know, we're opening up 2022 with Ted Jones, one of Hendersonville's premier artists. He is tremendous. He'll be opening at the end of January. And then we're going to go through the year with some such exciting exhibitions. But we do have another exciting exhibition for next Christmas. And I hate to say it because until the ink's on the That's right. <laughs> on the line, but I will tell you that Rembrandt may come to see us. He might be there. Let's just hope <laughs> that he drops in. 
let's let's yeah let's, so let's look we're for looking that. at some really incredible exhibitions in the upcoming um in the upcoming year and to really i'm booking into 23 and 24 but i save space for really special shows that i'm working on sure. so now when you don't have exhibitions going on can people just come there do you have you have pieces of art up on the wall anyway well right? we yeah. always there's always an yeah. exhibition we we always have art um there's always an exhibition so they just change out usually an exhibition runs anywhere from you know nine to 16 weeks now can people buy the, the items oh yeah a lot That's, of art is for we'll sale okay. but not always a lot of our uh, exhibitions tour through that are not for sale mm-hmm. we have our gift shop where we always have local artists, regional artists, even some national artists. Okay. So you can buy art in our gift shop, and that's open every day. But for our touring exhibitions, sometimes they're sell shows, and sometimes they're not. Like Ted Jones, he will be a sell show. Yeah. So all his art will be for sale. All right, we're going to another break right now. We're talking with Cheryl Strichick with the Mont Haven Arts and Cultural Center here in Hendersonville. Stand by. We'll be right back. FNM Bank presents Sumner County Spotlights. Since 1906, FNM Bank has been serving Middle Tennessee with first-class products and services. Visit them today at 221 Indian Lake Boulevard in Hendersonville or myfmbag.com. Well, we're back for this edition of Sumner County Spotlight. Jeff Shannon right here with you, and we're talking with Cheryl Strichick, CEO of the Monhaven Arts and Cultural Center right here in Hendersonville, and an incredible facility. If you haven't been out there, you have to, because it's just amazing. And Cheryl, one of the, the exhibits that it, they come to mind real fast for me was when William Lee Golden with the Oak Ridge Boys had his exhibition out there of all of his photography. Yes. And, you know, he and I became buddies because we, we did uh-huh. photography, and so we uh-huh. always talk photography he did more landscape kind of things because they traveled all over this country and he would have some amazing photography of places that they've been mm-hmm. so what a what a great find for him and you know <laughs> that was an excellent exhibition it was called sumner masters i want to do another sumner masters okay. hopefully if i if we don't it'll probably be 2023 that's what we're working on okay. right now but uh he that was an excellent exhibition and that was with joel knapp the late joel knapp which yeah. was one of, another one of hendersonville's and sumner county's premier artist he was a real talent and he passed away about a year ago yeah. but we do have some great exhi- exhibitions coming up for uh well, next t- year well tell us about it we're going to kick off as i said with ted jones one of hendersonville's uh, prominent artists local artists and then we are going to go into a tremendous uh, spring with romero brito now, and is he, he is one of the greatest pop artists iconic artist in the world he's phenomenal if you look him up it's just fun and whimsical and he is amazing Mm -hmm. and quite a character and then we're going to go into the summer uh this year or next year rather will be a wonderful uh exhibition a show with james malik who does the wounded warrior dogs okay and that will be part of our veterans art show for uh 2022 and then as i gave a little uh uh, wink (laughs) earlier we are really working uh hard and we will be so honored this is just an amazing exhibition and that's to bring in the works the original rembrandt goya and drurer and those are three unbelievable masters that we want to bring to wow. sumner county for our next christmas so we're working on that exhibition now to uh, end 2022 with well and again there's all kinds of art you know you have landscape art you have oh, yeah. abstract you have all of these things one of the exhibitions i remember was when manuel came in oh, and yeah. his art of course mm-hmm. is in clothing again the fabric does, textile yes oh, uh, me, I, how he can design some of the the, the 
things he did, and he did for many, many celebrities. It was really impressive to to kind of get to know him a little bit and see some of his his pieces. Yeah, he's a he's a tremendous man, and what a great exhibition that was. Mm-hmm. You know, and that also brings to light, uh, Jeff, just really how Mont Haven Arts and Cultural Center really is serving the community. We have brought in exhibitions that are dealing with original artists doing abstract work, realism. We have artists that are couture designers using our fabric and textiles. Mm -hmm. We have brought in photography, Marty Stewart, William Lee Golden. I mean, we have brought in watercolorists, the Sheptrines. I mean, that show was tremendous. Uh, We have really brought an array, a real wide variety of some great works to the community. So I really am honored. It it makes me excited every year as I'm booking the shows as we go out to bring in the diversity and the types of exhibits. It just it really is an honor. Yeah. And with all the classes that you offer, run down a couple of those because and, and I want to ask you about how do you, how do you get teachers to come for well, this? Well, we have ten art teachers, about ten right now, really? and we okay. have some of the very best art teachers in the business. Holly Rigo, who is just a superstar when it comes to uh, the work that she does. Sandy Candros, who's been the head of the art department taught art at Hendersonville High School now for I don't even know how many years. I hate to <laughs> age you, Sandy. Sorry. But uh, everyone knows her in town. She is a revered art teacher and one of my dear friends and an incredible human being, and she teaches with us. But all of our teachers, I, I can't leave any of them out. I can't, I, I can't say enough about how great they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do uh, hire new teachers. We uh, Last year, we brought on uh, three new teachers. And uh, we're just so proud of all of our teachers. We do a lot of social media. Mm-hmm. We do a lot of uh, word of mouth uh, to grow our students, to grow the school, actually, Jeff. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have seen such an increase. As I said, uh, four years ago, we had 36 art students. And today, we will end this year, 2021, with about 620 to 630 students. Now, you can also, you have an internship program and volunteer opportunities for people. You mean for docent? Our well, dozen I mean, programs. Well, for your, you know, for for Mont Haven, I'm just I'm reading. On oh the yeah, well, I, here, yeah. we definitely have uh, an intern program okay. that we're starting. That we are very excited about. How that. do people get involved in that? Well, they just have to call either contact okay. us through our website, uh, MontHavenArtsAndCulturalCenter.com, or call the office. Okay. And ask for Tanya. And then our docent program is really wonderful, too. That's where we have volunteers that come. And a docent is a teacher, is what they are, really. So they come in and do different shifts where they uh, greet the public, tell them about the exhibition, uh, you know, walk with them through the show, give them information. uh, And that's a lot of fun. There are a lot of people. uh, We have young people that do the docenting. A lot of retirees love to do docenting. Mm -hmm. Um, It's really a, a, a Let me tell you, they are very important to us. As a matter of fact, Monhaven has a phenomenal staff. We could not do any of the things that we do right now if it was not for our staff and our docents. Okay, so let's run down the list. Give them some shout-outs. That's what I was going to say. I would love to. First off, our COO, John Pitcher, who is my right arm. I couldn't do any of this without him. He is just really wonderful. Smartest man in the room. 
I will say that. He'll be laughing when he hears that, but it's true to me because I always go to John when I want to know something I can't figure out. And Tanya Murtis, who is our deputy director, she is, um, I can only explain it like this. She has four boys and they're incredible people. So she's just the calm in the storm constantly at Monhaven. She is never... She's always cool. She gets everything done. She uh, is magical to us. She's and she like, knows how to track you down. Oh, my gosh. Does she know how to track me down? She is, as the deputy director, we could not have given anyone that position yeah. better. She is such an honor to work with. And then uh, Kennedy Galpin, who does all our social media, our events, social media. She is a jewel. She is so good at what she does mm-hmm. um, and really easy to work with tolerates me which is also a great asset and then uh emma colston emma's been uh at monhaven just about since when i started as executive director she's a young girl a homeschooler that came in as a volunteer practically docent and just moved her way up and does all of our outreach programs now and helps with all the installations Mm -hmm. she just does everything uh susan prado our grant writer oh goodness gracious she has done so much we are so blessed to have susan she is a real asset and one of the greatest grant writers there is in the business so our crew is tremendous and that's not even to mention all the people that help us constantly well you have a great board of directors oh our board of directors is tremendous yeah they really are you just if to have an organization like monhaven arts and cultural center the staff the board of directors the volunteers and then the members and that's something we can talk about even right now uh you know we have a number of founding members and those are people that come in and and give us an amount of money that helps us stay on our feet and there's different levels of becoming a founding Mm -hmm. member well, and then there's memberships. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what I re- wanted to get to. Yes. So, look, you, you, you need memberships. We need memberships. That's As a how matter we're fact, paying for all this stuff. Right. As a matter of <laughs> fact, members really help uh, us do everything we're doing. And even in grant writing, one of the first things that a lot of grants ask is how many members do you have? Mm-hmm. So uh, we have over 500 members now at Monhaven. Actually, I probably said that wrong. I need to check. <laughs> you have a lot of people. Yeah, there's a lot of members. Well, it is growing every more. day. Oh, use yeah, more. absolutely. Yeah. That's my point. And a member, what happens, you do get things when you're a member. You get discounts on purchases and yeah. discounts on art classes. But becoming a member really helps us because whether it's a $35 membership as a veteran or whether it's a $50 membership or a $100 family membership, that goes right directly to us to help us with our arts education programs, our outreach programs, our healing art uh, programs. It goes directly to everything we do because Mm -hmm. as a nonprofit, that money really does matter. And they can find membership information just by going to the website. Absolutely. Go to the website. Or if they're visiting us, they can take a brochure with them. They can sign up when they're there. We can do it right there. Or they can always go online. And there's even a donate button on our website. They can just hit the donate button on the website. Well, that's important. And of course, we do need members. It would really help us. We always need members. And I guess the corporate sponsors as well. Corporate sponsors, oh my goodness, always welcome. And we do have, I just can't say enough. It <laughs> were for, I, you, I, you know, you're married to a woman who does great things in the city, and she can tell you without the businesses backing us, they yeah. are just our lifeline. Yeah. Because, you know, you can get grants and everything, but the businesses like U.S. Pest and all the businesses that really help us around town, if it was not for them, I don't, I just don't know what we'd do. Well, Eric and JK really love Monhaven. Yeah, and, they do. They're and they, big it's, in, it's in their heart. So 
They're big supporters. They understand. They understand the importance of arts education and the creativity that children uh, can use in expressing themselves and how it makes a difference in their lives. Right. Well, it's an important facility right here in Sumner County, and not just for Hendersonville, but I mean, all of Middle Tennessee. Absolutely. You know, that's mm-hmm. Great. Absolutely. I, I feel that way. I feel like we are not just, of course, we are here in Hendersonville. This is my home for over 30 years. These are my people. All that's great. But, you know, Monhaven Arts and Cultural Center, the fingers, the stretching out is so vast and so broad. And I know we touch the lives for a lot of people all over Middle Tennessee, and that really makes me feel good. The cool thing about it is the great things are still yet to come. Oh, really? We're <laughs> doing all this in a, you know, with 6,000 square feet. <laughs> Our school is in three rooms upstairs yeah. in the, uh, you know, in the mansion at Monhaven. So that's where the school is right now. Yeah. So great things are in the future and we know great things are to come. And that's what we're counting on. And we know that we're blessed already and we're counting on more blessings tomorrow. Yeah, well, I, I, I can't wait to see what's in store. But listen, thanks again for coming in. Jeff, and- thank Thank you. Yeah, I know you have so much on your plate getting this exhibit off the ground and doing all that. It's going to be an an awesome event at Monhaven going on right now. You have the the gowns of of Princess Diana and the Pat Kerr private collection is going to be out there. Yes. November 14th. So it start kicks off this afternoon all the way through January 9th. Get your tickets now. Yes, absolutely. Come see us. We just can't wait to see everybody. Yeah. Well, again, Cheryl, thanks so much. We appreciate it. That's going to wrap up another edition of Sumner County Spotlight. This is Jeff Shannon. We're going to see you next week. Hope you'll join us. We'll see you then. So long. Sumner County Spotlight on 100.7 WHIN 1010 AM has been brought to you exclusively by FNM Bank, 221 Indian Lake Boulevard in Hendersonville. Whether you need personal banking, banking for your business, a home mortgage, or considering refinancing your home, FNM Bank will provide you with excellent service right here in Sumner County. Visit them today at myfmbank.com. Sumner County Spotlight will return next Sunday morning at 10 AM. Thanks for listening.